The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Now, uh, this week, uh, the satirical magazine in Paris, uh, Charlie Hebdo, was attacked by gunmen. Twelve people, eight of them journalists, were shot dead and 11 others were injured, four of them critically. Amnesty International has called this attack a chilling assault on the freedom of expression. And South African cartoonist uh, Jonathan Shapiro says it's the worst attack on journalism, on satirists, on the press and on all free thinkers in society that we've seen in in recent times. On the Forum Date this morning, we will be discussing this matter and taking a look at satire versus freedom of expression. And more pertinently, I suppose, asking the question, where does one draw the line? And of course, uh, you've been having this discussion on my timeline since yesterday. So do feel free to call in 0891-104-208 is the number. You can SMS us on 34701 at a cost of two rand. Alternatively, you can um, tweet us at AM Live on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo. And that Facebook page also open at uh, AM Live on SAFM. So uh, to talk to us about this particular matter is, of course, uh, Jason Goliath, who is a South African comedian. And uh, thank you so much for coming through this morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning and good morning to everybody out there in Morningland. Morningland is not for comedians. I can just tell you right now. Don't expect genius. <laughs> we expect nothing less, uh, might I just tell you that. And we also join on the line by um, one of South Africa's uh, well-known uh, cartoonists, uh, Germ, uh, Jeremy is his name, but he goes by Germ, and I think that's how everybody knows him. Thanks for speaking to us this morning all the way from Cape Town. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm also not a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that I got both of you out of bed this morning. So, you know, this is, of course, a very worthwhile discussion. It's an important discussion and one that needs to be had. But I just want to start off by, you know, just perhaps asking the questions around a satire just to, you know, establish the boundaries here. What is satire and what value, of what value is it to society, Jim? Well, in a nutshell, it's essentially um, the um, the poking and mockery and lampooning of um, of society at large, uh, mostly um, those in, in leadership positions such as politicians and um, celebrities and other authorities such as governments. Um, it really is a, um, a a positive thing. A lot of people um, equate satire with negativity, but it's actually a positive thing because we don't um, mock. Excellence. We, we we mock and lampoon mediocrity and and failure because we want um, those people and those situations to be better and and to improve. So um, it really is just a a form of, of of looking at ourselves in the mirror um, and and saying, hey, we can do better than this, and 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 hopefully um, entertain along the way. Mm. And when we talk about freedom of expression, though, is it an absolute right? Does it, you know, supersede every other right, or are there limits to it? Uh, um, <laughs> okay, um, so I think I think that's a very loaded question. I think um, if, if we look at private space and public space, for example, um, freedom of expression doesn't really extend to private space such as your home. I mean. I think it's fair to say that you're not going to allow people into your home and let them say whatever they want. Um, they kind of have to abide by the rules of, of your home or else, you know, don't come in. Um, but in the public space, it is, it is a bit different, um, and, and that's where we govern by um, the laws of the land and, and the, you know, the Constitution, um, for example. And, um, and so uh, we'll, we'll see that, that um, 
we we can we can certainly say things in the public space um, and 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 people will, will respond, but they also have the right to respond using their exact same right to um, express. Um, the the problem, however, seems to be that um, there's a there's a disjoint um, where where someone might say or draw something uh, or write something, and um, the retaliation becomes one of physical. Um, um, harm, which which is which is completely um, um, you know out of line, um, and that's and that's where the that's where we need to start uh, start questioning um, the the responses. Mm. Now, if you say that you know um, in the personal space, of course there are limits. Should we then not have limits um, defined for the public sphere, Jason? Well, I, you know, it's 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 such a it's such a difficult thing. Um, and, 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 and I think that, that having limits is, is often a thing of perspective. Um, and, and different subjects often get different reactions uh, from different groups, and, and, and different groups react differently. Uh, personally, I mean, I, I think, I mean, and I think just, just before we even get into it, um, obviously I think that this, is, that this is a tragedy. I think it's a tragedy against, against freedom of speech. But I'm also, I'm also very realistic. I mean, I, I, I may not draw, but I do perform live. Um, and as a live performer, I'm very conscious of the fact that, uh, yes, we, we have uh, a platform to, to, to kind of say the things that people are thinking and are perhaps afraid to say. Uh, but also, there's, there's, there's also an element of, of, of realism. And, and, and my question when I, when I saw this was, A, could it be avoided? And B, should it have been avoided mm-hmm. in the sense that, I mean, this, this, is, this is a message that's been sent out to the world. And, 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 and then for me, it's how do we react from here? So do we, all, do we all now back off and not allow those with the guts to say the things that we are all thinking and feeling uh, for fear of, of physical retaliation? Um, and, and, and that's why I think, and, and we spoke about this off air, that, um, you know, from an academic point of view or from a, from a legal point of view, there, there are obvious, you know, uh, Jim spoke about the, uh, the 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 constitution and 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 what the laws are, but I'm saying if we if we understand that those that we are dealing with or directly affecting by the messaging we're sending uh, are not uh, themselves governed by these same laws or or don't hold themselves accountable to these same laws, um, and have in fact made very clear how they would and will react, um, you know it's 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 such a touch and go such a touch and go subject. I mean I think as 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 comedians. Um, we we on stage you have a very real time reaction, mm-hmm. um, and very seldom is there a lag in the sense that you offend somebody today, um, and there's a comeback. There's a comeback tomorrow. You kind of have an immediate response from your audience, whether they enjoy your your subject matter or not, or whether they they share your opinion. Um, and you can never please anybody, but when you do go, you know, and 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 I take my hat off to 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 any satirical cartoonist or journalist. Um, that has the the guts to say publicly what we are saying. You know, the fact that the editor was already under police surveillance uh, or protection. You know, twenty four hour police guard who who was also shot during during the attack. To me, tells me that they were very aware of the the imminent danger. The recent cartoons uh, saying that you know there hadn't been an attack in January, for example, and 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 they were still waiting for said attack. Meant that they were very very. Uh, in the loop, I, I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think that 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 you know, uh, Charlie Hebo were in any way surprised. I think that they they expected it, but obviously the the magnitude of the reaction was unfounded. 
Mm. And and, and uh, just uh, to touch on something that you raised, you know, you you spoke about um, offending people, and as a stand-up comedian, you get an immediate response yeah. from your audience. What has been the response in an instance where you have offended your audience? Well, the response on stage is is you know there there are different levels. So you have you have a laugh, you're doing well. You have silence, they're listening. Uh, you have a boo, an ooh, or an ah, uh, very often you're touching on points where you've now got to make a decision. Are you as convicted on this trail of thought to continue uh, and fight through the battle, and are you going to come out uh, winning on the other side? But what was your, what was your objective going in? Mm. Um, and for me, it's, 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 you know, on stage, it's at, at, one, at what point do you, do you back off the messaging? So one of my fellow comedians was just in a legal battle with a, with a South African singer um, for, for accusing him of being, being racist on a, on a public platform. Um, and it went a long way and it, 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 got, it got out of hand and it got uncomfortable. Um, and my conversation with him was, were he in the position to, to, to have the conversation again, would he continue? Mm. And his response to me was, no, I wouldn't because the repercussions were far greater than, than, than what I'd anticipated. Mm. But my question then is, is do we allow ourselves to be bullied? And then do we assess the messaging that we're putting out? Because, you know, I read a quote that, that, that political satire is, is supposed to uh, conflict the comfortable uh, and comfort the afflicted. Uh, which, which, which for me was, was exactly what it's supposed to do. Um, it's supposed to be going after, uh, as Jim said, uh, you know, political uh, parties and, and, and political personalities, uh, public personalities, or anybody with a certain amount of, 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 of power from a, a voice perspective. But I'm just saying, you know, at, at, at what point do we kind of put on a silk glove and, and, and back off? And at what point do we believe that our message has been delivered? Um, I often feel that you know, it doesn't matter what, what the Constitution says. Uh, the reality is 12 people are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and at, at, at what point are we comfortable that we are still making a stand as humanity against atrocities that the majority perhaps don't agree with? Uh, at what point do we understand that there is still uh, a, a level of, of, of stereotyping in the sense that we make broad strokes at broad groups where small members within those groups are possibly guilty of these crimes or... Uh, differences that we accuse them of, um, you know, and and for me the sensitivities have to be at at what point is the message delivered and at what point do we back off and at what point are we conscious of 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 our safety? Mm. And also, you 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 spoke about you know uh, political satire, mm. but when it comes to religion, germ. Do you think that we should apply a different set of rules, a different set of filters? Should we then relook the limits of freedom of expression? Okay, so the, the, there's a couple. There's a couple things there that I just want to um, note. Um, firstly, um, I think satire is is um, something that's that's changing and and it, it evolves, um, and it's it's always historically. Being very vicious and and um, sort of knife wielding kind of thing. It's it's, it's satire has a history of being harsh. It ha- it doesn't have a history. I mean, we're talking hundreds of years. It, it doesn't mm. have a history of being gentle and 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 um, polite. And you know, satire is not about um, cute fluffy bunnies frolicking through the daisies, you know, with rainbows and unicorns in the background. It's it's not like that. But the second thing is, um, there's there's a strange 
understanding um, or strange perception that when we say freedom of, ex- uh, freedom of speech and then we use the word limits in the same sentence, that, that, that's a contradiction um, in, in logic. Um, you, the, the word freedom means without limitations. So mm-hmm. we, we, can't have, we can't talk about freedom of speech and then apply limits because then we no longer have freedom of speech. You, we, we either have freedom of speech or we don't. But is that right absolute? Well, obviously, it, obviously not, because already in our constitution we have um, we have no protection for for hate speech. Um, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but that's that's how it is. Um, we, for example, a couple of years ago, the Supreme Court in the United States ruled that um, hate speech is not compatible with free speech. Um, now, as uncomfortable as that ruling um, might be, it it is logically sound. Um, so, so. When we're talking about free speech, I think I think it's safe to say that free speech does not actually um, exist legally. Um, we, we do have some some degree of of of, uh, of free speech, but but not um, in its fullest. Now, having said that, that doesn't mean we must go around and hurting and defaming and insulting and, and harming people with our with our words. Um, it it doesn't serve any constructive purpose, in my opinion. Um, so, going to your question about re- religion. Um, it is a it is a very personal um, choice. Um, you know, if you are a a uh, Christian cartoonist, for example, you might you might have a um, a degree of of caution when when lampooning your own belief. Um, but let's say you're an atheist, you probably um, approach um, Christianity with um, with less caution, and and so on and so forth. So I think it's a very personal thing, and it also is very dependent on the editor um, mm-hmm. or the publication um, for which you are um, submitting that that cartoon. In in, in my case, um, but then the question becomes, Jerome, should there be a different constitutional protection for um, you know religion, uh, where where you have a question of satire that ridicules a religion or you know some of the core tenets of religious beliefs, as opposed to political satire, should there be a difference there? Um, uh, n- no, I, I think that it. I think that it, it should be um, satire. Should be satire, um, and and I think uh, you, you see you don't have the right not to be offended. Um, no one does. Um, in fact, offence cannot be um, given. Offence can only be taken. Um, so in other words, if you say something to me, it is my choice whether or not I'm going to be offended or not. Um, and that is exactly why many people don't get offended and why many people do get offended. Um, you, I cannot force you to be offended. I can only uh, provoke. And that's another thing. Um, provocation is, is, is probably what happened in France. In fact, it's definitely what happened. Um, and and what the motives were? Well, I, I guess that's a different um, conversation. But 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 the point is though that um, I believe that that satire should be um, held very highly um, uh, legally and constitutionally because it is it is a thermometer. Um, satire is a gauge of of uh, society's liberation. Okay. I I just 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 b- before you continue. I mean, I, I I agree with you that 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 you can only. Uh, you know, you, you you cannot. Somebody's got to choose to be offended, but I I think that it's a that it's a bit of a cop out because I I think that that very often we 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 provoke to the point that you know there's no there's no choice for reaction. I mean, I've I've provoked audiences uh, by purposefully saying things that I know will get a reaction. 
Um, and, 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 and a lot of the time I do these things uh, kind of, you know, for the, to enhance the experience of, of, of my performance. And, and do we not get to a point where uh, a cartoonist, for example, pushes the boundaries to evoke a response and to generate uh, some form of, of publicity uh, and momentum? Uh, which, which I understand is, 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 is obviously the point, but at, at, at what point do we then accept responsibility for reactions if we are consciously provoking? Mm. Yes, but, but, of course, but of course, let's just remember that, that the reaction is perfectly fine. Um, if, if I, if I um, say something that, 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 that you take offense to in my cartoon, you're absolutely more than welcome to, but, to but use But 12 people phone. dying is not perfectly fine. No, I'm no, saying, no, I'm saying, and I'm not saying that that's what. And you're could it have been prevented? But I'm, I'm, my, my, my point is, is that, is that, it, it, somebody was provoked. The reaction was, 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 was huge, um, and and I'm just, I'm just, you know, and, and to play devil's advocate, um, is it, is it not a situation where if I know the dog is vicious and I continue teasing the dog and the dog eventually attacks me, um, who is to blame? And I'm, and, and again, I'm just, I'm just playing the devil's advocate to say, at, at, at what point do we accept responsibility for provocation? And at what point do we, do we draw the line? And I think that that's, that's the real answer. I'm saying that, yes, there are, there are all of these, 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 these beautiful laws, there's this beautiful constitution, um, there's, there's freedom of speech, which, which we all want, and these things all look great on paper. But I'm saying, at what point do we then, do we then say, um, this is the line? Is, and, and I'm not saying that it needs to be an mm-hmm. overarching law, but I'm saying that clearly the, the entire world is, is now speaking about, about this particular incident, which means those that reacted and those that took offense are sending a huge message to the planet for me, Paris, Paris was 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 the vehicle. Um, but but if you look at if you look at the the, the, the waves that have been sent, you know, across the planet, uh, for me, who's really winning in this in this in this race? Because so you're saying there needs to be responsibility that goes along with those rights. I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. There, there are there are certain things that I would never speak about on stage, simply because they 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 I know they will they will generate. Uh, a reaction that I'm not happy to deal with. So, for example, rape is a topic that, as a comedian, I I, I don't think is funny at all. I know comedians that do rape jokes, um, and I'm not saying that no comedian must ever speak about rape, but I'm saying that I will never, and I'd prefer if I never heard a a, a rape joke because I, I don't find it funny. And I'm saying depending on who your audience is, they might not find it funny. And I, I understand that perhaps... Uh, a, a, a religious or, or, or political satirist is not is not aiming to get a laugh and, and more aiming to get a reaction. But then surely we must be responsible for this reaction that we are aiming for. Well, I want to go to the lines now. 0891-104-208, speaking to cartoonist Jim and also uh, comedian Jason Goliath this morning. And we are asking the question, where do we draw the line when it comes to the question of satire versus freedom of expression? And let's go to uh, Faisal, who's calling us from Mayfair. Good morning. Hi, Sakina. Hello, Faisal. Sakina, look, I agree with Jim, and I disagree with, with Goliath to a large extent because he seems to be providing some sort of justification for the killing of those 12, uh, 12 uh, innocent uh, journalists in, 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 in France. Now, I, I want to point, you said you asked what is the limit to the freedom of speech. You, that's, a, that's the main question. What Should there be a about. limit? The, no, no the, the limit is already set by our constitution. It is stated that in our constitution that the limit is hate speech. You cannot go further by making any hate speech. And therefore, everything, every other sort of speech is allowed 
in in our society and 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 and, and the idea of a responsibility who decides what is responsibility for one person to another person uh, 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 Goliath seemed to be suggesting that he is responsible in a certain manner uh, in, in not talking about certain subjects but why should his responsibility be another person's responsibility as well it seems to be a very subjective issue at the moment that we're talking about I'm, uh, I maintain a very simple rule of the freedom of expression you are allowed to be offended and you should be defending the, uh, the, the, the person who is making the offence for the sake of the freedom of speech. Uh, we, we also had an incident you know, a couple of years ago in the very same, same incident where the Sunday Times wanted to publish these cartoons of, of, of the Swedish and, and other papers. I, I, I believe that in solidarity with the, with the French journalists, our Sunday Times and all our weekend newspapers and all the other papers should put out full pages of all the cartoons that, that, that caused the provocation to, uh, in, 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 in solidarity with the journalists. Uh, okay. Got you there, you. Faisal in Mayfair. Thanks for I, that contribution. I just, I just want to clear up, and as I stated, uh, if, you know, for me, I, I'm, I'm pro, I'm pro freedom of speech, but I think that somebody needs to play the devil's advocate. And I'm saying, in terms of making this a healthy discussion, uh, we've, 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 we've somebody, somebody's got to point out, because the, 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 for me, the bottom, the bottom line is, 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 is twelve, twelve people died, and that, that for me is the, is the, is, is, is a huge tragedy. Um, I think the, the, the bigger tragedy that will remain with us forever is that. Is this going to affect freedom of speech going forward? So I think just so that we clear, Faisal, and, and I appreciate I appreciate your, your your passion, but I'm not I'm not I'm not choosing a side. In in fact, I, I, I choose the side of freedom of speech if I if I were to choose a side, uh, simply because it's 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 if for me it, it is it's a fundamental human right in in, in society in society today uh, to be able to express oneself uh, whether positively or negatively towards any situation. So I'm I'm definitely not mm. uh, justifying nor am I saying saying that uh, anybody, anybody must, must take responsibility. But I do feel that very often we shy away from playing the devil's advocate. We shy away from truly, truly dissecting uh, and, and, and getting into a situation and, and starting to talk about perspectives that make us uncomfortable. So once again, I'm definitely not, not choosing a side and I'm definitely not saying anybody deserved to die. But I am saying that if we are, are going to be honest with ourselves and we're really going to get to a, a, a conclusion in terms of where we're going and what's, what's coming, then I think that, that we, we, we must then uh, dissect both sides of the equation. All right, and we'll continue taking your calls after the news break. Let me just read a few uh, tweets in the lead up to that. Chris Maxson says, uh, your one guest is pulling hairs and justifying the unjust. Satire is ideological statement which reinforces Islamophobia. Kulu SD says, freedom of expression must be cherished at all times, but a line should be drawn between insensitivity and disrespect. As KZN, no, the comedian in studio surely has limited understanding of robust democracy. Boundaries must be pushed endlessly. And then uh, this one from uh, Ngobizwe says, a religion like politics is part of the superstructure meant to deal with social behavior and there should be no exceptions when it comes to satire. And this morning we are in conversation with Jason Goliath, who is one of uh, South Africa's foremost uh, stand-up comedians, as well as Germ, one of our cartoonists here. And we're talking about freedom of expression versus satire. Where do we draw the line? Now, I want to take a few more calls before I get both of them to respond. Uh, let's go to uh, Mohammed in Cape Town. Thanks for holding, Mohammed. 
Hi, good morning. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to respond about freedom of speech that everybody's using this morning. You know, if that was true, then why did the Cameroonian born um, comedian in France was was born when he made the Nazi salute in his, in, 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 his, in his shows? They banned him in France, yet France and, and everybody else will talk about freedom of speech. You know, I would believe in freedom of speech if freedom of speech were for everybody. But it seems like Muslims are fair game today in the world. You can say anything about Muslims. You can insult a prophet, if be upon him. You can do anything against Muslims. But if you, as soon as you target, for example, the Holocaust, or you target any of the Jewish communities, then you get arrested in Europe. You know, you get thrown into prison. You say anything against Israel, you know, there's a hundred complaints by the Broadcasting Complaints Commission. You know, um, 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 they even took Muslim radio stations to... To, 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 for, for simply criticizing Israel to the PCCSA. So what I'm saying is, there's no such thing as freedom of speech. You know, today the Muslims are, are the bad guys in the West, so we should degrade the Muslims. We should, you know, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, did nothing to, 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 to Charlie Hebdo and to those people. But yet every year, for the last, I don't know how many years, they've been slandered Islam. And, 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 and I know there's some people who are going to say, oh, they target all religions. Well, I've seen the other drawings, you know, and they haven't targeted the other religion as badly as they've targeted Islam. The, the type of cartoon they draw about Islam is the worst. You know, um, they, they will never draw, for example, about pedophiles in the Catholic Church, because they know um, France is a Catholic country, although it's a secular country, but the majority of the people are Catholic. So, 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 so what, what I'm saying is there's no such thing as freedom of speech, you know. I mean, even Mr. Faisal from Mayfield had phoned in. He himself went to the Human Rights Commission to say there's hate speech in the Quran. So, 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 so uh, he's also hypocritical. Why don't he allow freedom of speech in the Quran? But yet, you know, he wants to talk about freedom of speech. Okay. This, uh, okay. Freedom of speech only works when, when it doesn't affect you, you know. But when it's a sick other community, then it's okay. You can have freedom of speech. There's All no right. such thing as freedom of speech. Even on SFM, there's no freedom of speech. So, so, so uh I'm, I mean, it's utter nonsense. And, you know, um, to me, those people, um, um, while I don't agree with the violence that they committed, you know, we are sick of those bigots at uh, Charlie Hebdo. Who, the only reason they are there is to bash Islam. That Point made, Mohammed. Got you. And uh, there ends your freedom of speech. Let's go to uh, Yusuf in Joba. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for allowing me to come into this debate. Um, at the outset, let it be said that the entire civilized world condemns this uh, uh, massacre, uh, there is no justification for it in any religion, least, least of all in Islam. In, in Islam, which has been revealed, uh, the Quran, which has been revealed to the Prophet Muhammad, it is stated that if you take the innocent, the life of one person, you are taking the lives of the entire humanity. And it does not qualify that by saying that if you take that, that this applies if you take the life of an innocent person. It applies to whether the person is innocent or guilty or otherwise. Now, having said that, let it be said that um, this, is, this issue of this, what has happened in France and what has happened previously in the case of Salman Rushdie's publication of the uh, Satanic, of versus. Book, Satanic Versus and also the publication of the cartoons in the Danish newspapers. Mm-hmm. It is not a question purely and merely of, uh, of freedom of speech and freedom of expression, which have paramount values in any democracy so-called. It is a question of upholding civilization values. Does civilizational values allow you or me or anybody else for that matter, any satirist or cartoonist, to publish degrading, dehumanizing caricatures of revered and respected and sacred figures held sacred in 
individuals. Uh, you offend the susceptibilities of people who are who probably number amongst Muslims 1.4 billion or 1.5 billion throughout the world. And mm-hmm. if that, and, and, if, and if you if you dehumanize their sacred figure in such manner, then you expect uh, reactions of the sort that has happened in France now. Um, Okay, Mohammed, uh, Yusuf, we're going to leave it there. I think uh, we've got the gist of uh, what you're trying to get at. Let's go to uh, Richard in Durban. Good morning, Richard. And is it Bohosi who's in Calvin? Bohosi? Sakina, uh, um, compliments. Uh, to you too. Yeah, you made a disappearing act there that day. We <laughs> miss your voice. Sakina, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what? Um, I've been following this thing. Um Religion is a culture, and there are no superior and inferior cultures on earth. Now, you don't go about denigrating and ridiculing uh, 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 cultures of other people or religions of other people. But those are, are sacred things. There's got to be a line. Worst of all, these people were warned, uh, Sakina. They were told in no uncertain terms. You cannot go about lampooning a Muhammad. I, I, I believe, I'm not Islam, but I believe Muhammad is an equivalent of Jesus Christ in, in, in Christianity. They, they were warned that this is unacceptable, it's resentful. With impunity, they went on and on and on. Now that there are consequences, we hear clearian calls of freedom of speech from the West. When this arrogance was going on. Nobody, but nobody in the Western world was saying, guys, this is unacceptable, stop it. Now that it has happened, we, we hear this hysteria going on. It's unacceptable, uh, uh, Sakina. Mm. I'm not a, 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 an Islam, but I believe that you don't go about denigrating other people's sanctity beliefs. Okay, thanks. Thank you so much, Bukhosi. Rose in Durban, good morning. Uh, good morning, Sakina. Uh, I want to say up front that um, I'm a Catholic Christian and I do not appreciate um, cartoons that depict any religious leader or any religious philosophy in a derogatory term. But now that said, when I see a cartoon of the Pope raping or sodomizing a boy or something like that. It is offensive to me, but I don't wake up the next day with leprosy because I was offended. What I wake up with is I I begin to think about what that cartoon is saying, and I ask myself, is there a justification for that cartoon? And the answer to that is yes, there is, because the Church has not dealt adequately with the whole question of priests molesting kids. So as, as firm a Catholic as I am and committed a Catholic as I am, I am offended, but I don't wake up with leprosy the next day. And I think that we should stop worrying about offending people. People need to be offended so that they can be jolted into thinking. And the second thing I want to say is that journalists and cartoonists, they comment on real life, on what's happening. They make comments, they tell us about what's happening in the world. They don't do this stuff. They are simply letting us know and commenting and giving opinion 
on what is actually happening in the world. And if that comment or that cartoon is offensive, well, so be it, because the behavior which inspired that cartoon or that piece of journalism is simply what we are up to in the world. So there should be no special protection for any religion, any culture, or any person except those enshrined in the Constitution. We cannot get onto the slippery slope because the next thing it will be is we mustn't offend our political leaders. We mustn't offend our church leaders. We mustn't offend. Nonsense. Okay. That's the way we grow, by offense. That's the way our children grow. When we offend them with our comment, they sit back and think and they actually grow and become decent human beings. Mm. We have to offend people to make changes. Okay, that's Rose in Durban, and I'm sure Rose. you'd like to respond to Rose. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. But but let me come to you guys quickly um, to get your response before we go back to callers. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. Those lines are still open. Um, uh, let me start with you, Jim. Um, your response to uh, uh, let me pick up on what Muhammad was saying. He says it seems as though Muslims Islam is fair game um, when it comes to satire, especially. And he says there's a distinct double standard in that uh, you would not see, for example, um, cartoons about uh, the, uh, the Holocaust. Uh, that are derogatory or denigrating thereof. And, and, and he says there's a clear double standard there. And he's right. Um, in fact, th- that very same magazine um, fired one, one of its cartoonists in 2009 um, over, over anti-Semitic um, um, allegations. Um, and, and that does uh, slap of, of some kind of hypocrisy. Um, and he's, he's absolutely right, yes. Um, there, there definitely are double standards. Um, and once again, it, it would be great if those double standards um, are brought out in satire itself. Um, I mean, wouldn't that be fantastic when satire takes on satire? I mean, um, <laughs> that's so why doesn't that happen then? Um, I don't know. Uh, probably because of the it's just the way it, it is. I, I guess it's the way in which uh, we we focus on stories and media. Obviously, a situation like this that happens in France, um, where where four or five, or I think it's four cartoonists were were killed. Um, and I, myself being a cartoonist, obviously um, it's going to uh, um, uh, get my attention. Um, um, but but uh, I think it's just it's just the personal preference of, of cartoonists and satirists mm-hmm. as to what, what they focus on. Um, but isn't the reality that it is more than just your personal preference? Because you can draw it. Will it be published is the question. Yes. Um, and, and like I said earlier, that's very dependent on the publication. Um, and, and the editor and, and what he or she chooses to, to, to run um, in, in their um, print run um, or, or, or their online publication. Um, and, and while the, the, the law does protect satire to, to a very large degree, um, the, the publications are at liberty to, to, you know, to choose what, what they want to run. Mm. Uh, your response to what our listeners have raised, um, Jason? I, look, I, I think I think that there's, I mean, uh, and 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 ag- agrees with uh, with uh, this this point, um, is that you know, and and this is what this is the the whole the, my whole perspective is, uh, is that we have to be realistic at some point, um, and we have to be to be honest with what the with what the facts are, um, and and the question that I'd like to ask German instead of instead of answering is, um, when you are doing an illustration. 
what is what is the 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 the, the core objective? Is it is it to depict a message or, or is it to get it published? Uh, which in turn means uh, selling papers, uh, repeat work for for yourself as a as an artist. Um, what is what is what is the objective? And and all I'm saying is is that and and I think I've I've got to be very sensitive uh, around this topic. But is there a way? of communicating the message without evoking uh, such an angry response. So we had, and I forgot, what was it? Was it Rose? Rose, um, yes. So Rose, Rose. Rose, we grow say when people offend us. Yes, and, 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 I, and I agree with Rose, and I agree with Rose, but I'm, I'm, I'm also agreeing with a previous caller who said that uh, the writing was on the wall. Um, there had been threats that had been issued, which, which in my in my opinion means, if the threats have been issued, has the message not yet been received? Uh, do we continue persisting? Uh, do we continue to poke the bear? And and this is an, this is an honest question from my side, uh, and that's what I'm saying. So I'm 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 in no way saying that we must limit our freedom of speech, but I'm saying, at at what point uh, do we say, cool, our message has been received? Okay. <laughs> But may, may I just ask a question in response? What is mm. what is the bear that you're referring to? Because um, I I just want to point out um, I do not in any way believe that that this attack um, is representative of of Islam. I believe that it's terrorism. It's it's a, it's an extremist group, and I and I do think that that Muslim people um, are probably going to uh, in, invariably be be hurt um, more uh, from Agreed. this attack um, uh, because of 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 misinterpretation and misperceptions by um, I suppose people in general and of course the media um, I, you know uh, so so what is, what exactly is the bear is it is a terrorist terrorist okay so so I'm saying I'm saying that that, that Charlie Hedboy had received threats from these terrorists saying that they have they, 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 they are not well they are not happy obviously with 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 the line in which they are they are, they are drawing these uh, cartoons um, and and they had made numerous threats that that it would not be that it would not be tolerated my question my question to you is and, and this is from a pure point of ignorance so now I'm a listener uh, but my, my question to you is is at what point do you acknowledge that cool people have heard you because that's that's the point of this whole thing is is is, is to raise awareness on on, on 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 topics that sometimes are uncomfortable uh, on topics that, that that very often cause cause ripples but i'm just and and and, and my, my my sadness stems from the fact that there was already and, and like i'm saying you know we were so we were so deep in it and when i say poking the bed the, there was already 24 hour police protection which means they were very conscious it was a real threat yeah they were very conscious of a very real threat and i'm just i'm just so saddened by the fact that um at at you know then to to continue down that path and maybe i'm just not brave enough or not passionate enough perhaps that um, is it um, and, 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 and again, this is my, this is my, this is my personal perspective. But at the same point, my, whether I'm not brave enough or passionate enough, I still have questions that, that, that need to be answered in terms of how do we justify this? For me, human life is, is, is paramount. Okay. And, and how do we, how do we justify this loss of human life? So I'm looking for answers in, 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 in terms of what are the, what, 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 what repercussions are, are held in the future? Does this empower journalists to, to, to continue their fight because of the way the world has reacted in favor of satire? Or does this put, put fear in the hearts of journalists? Yeah. So in terms of the messages that are being, that are being sent, what, what is really happening? No doubt there will be a chilling effect. But I, I've got so many tweets, SMSs and calls to run through. Let me start with the tweets here. Glenn Mpani says, Can we not exercise our right to free speech in a civil manner without insulting? Iqbal Jassad says, If your guests and others are clamoring for 
absolute free speech. Uh, let them denounce uh, the gay south laws in France. We at uh, the Media Review Network abhor hate. Mr. Getze says, all that I'm hearing from the callers is justification of murder. Islam is not untouchable or superior to any other. Then Tlantla um, Kumala says, freedom of expression uh, can occur outside of cartoons. Mfana Boy Mcb says, if someone says, I don't like what you are saying because it is offensive, why do you continue offending that person? And uh, then uh, this one here, from um, a CIC says, uh, what if the freedom of speech is only targeted at insulting one particular side and not the other? Uh, Spoo and Randberg is responding to someone else. Um, there were a few others that I wanted to get to. Uh, Chris Drift says, uh, Muhammad, uh, the caller was spot on. Only the Muslim religion is targeted. I'm Christian, but we should not be fooled by what is going on here. Uh, and land law says a limit in a limit is realized when you see the lengths of religious believers uh, that they would go to eating grass, drinking petrol and suicide bombings and those sort of things are a sure sign. Aubrey Machikte says the pushing of boundaries should not be controversial. The issue is whether boundaries should be crossed. And uh, Kenny Nkosi says uh, religion should fuel peace in the world and not war and extremist ideologies. Religion should build societies, not otherwise. And Togozani Mkize says, with freedom comes responsibility. There's tasteful satire and distasteful satire. Stirring emotion is dangerous. So those are just some of the ones that I've managed to run through. I want to go back to the lines of Bashir in Lanesia. Good morning. Uh, hi, Sakina. Look, as a Muslim, I say that freedom of speech is uh, essential. I believe nobody is above criticism, not even Islam or, uh, or Muslims. However, you know, this whole incident in Paris, is it simply about freedom of speech? Or is it about power? And I think it's a lot about, it has more, much more to do with power. Uh, and uh, I think uh, satirists and cartoonists are not above that. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, has, uh, you know, uh, cartoonists heard about people like Edward Snowden, Julian Assange, uh, Chelsea Manning? They are people who are persecuted by Western governments. And that is a far more serious crime than simply, you know, a, 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 a few lone wolves going out there. And yet, there has never been... Uh, uh, this uh, reaction worldwide, you know, about these uh, people being persecuted. We have Chelsea Manning spending 35 years in jail because, uh, you know, he dead, now he's a she now, to, uh, you know, expose American atrocities in, in, in Iraq. We had the New York Times. They knew that the American government was lying about uh, Iraq, you know, weapons of mass destruction, yet they played along with the American government. Uh, 500,000 babies starved to death, a million people were killed, and we, we don't have that kind of discussion, this sort of discussions all around the world. We don't have presidents commenting about, uh, you know, how terrible it is. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's really all about power. So, you know, when people come here and talk about, oh, freedom of speech, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I think it's just ironic okay. that, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to Islam, then it's about freedom of speech. When it comes to the American government or Western governments, then, well, everybody's silent. Thank Got you there. Thanks, Bashir. Uh, Eric, you're in Cape Town. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hi, Eric. Yes. Um, um, I'm happy that you've got a cartoonist and a, and a, and a satirist there. Uh, I'd like to know, I've, I, I went on Charlie Hebdo's website and looked at this, the satires. I'd like to ask, what is the difference when Charlie Hebdo depicts 
Madame Tobira, who is the uh, God de So, equivalent of Minister of Justice. She's a black woman. When she's depicted as a monkey, and uh, when Charlie Hebdo depicts the prophet as a terrorist, this is called spe- freedom of speech. But when a Cameroonian of, uh, uh, a French of Cameroonian origin, his name is Jedonim Balambala, makes satires on Jews and Shoah, it is called racism, and his shows are interdicting all f- in the world of France and Europe. So I'd like to know what is the difference. And um, uh, when we come back to the South African context, there's a lot of mockery and satire about black culture. But I ask myself that why is our newspapers not finding anything satiric about white people here? So I, I tend to agree with Bashir that it's about power. The people that have the means and the media are, have got the objective of degrading everything that is not white, everything that is not Jew. So please explain me what's the difference between one satire by the Jews and one satire by the black that is a monkey and the prophet that is a terrorist. What is the difference? Thank- All right. Thank you so much, Eric. Um, Ray, you also in Cape Town. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Just let's be clear, first of all, on the religious uh, side, Jesus himself used marvelous satire. Can I quote uh, some examples? He said to the confidently self-righteous and the scrupulously ritualistic who were concerned about that, but not about justice and goodness and fair play, he said, you know, your problem is you looking for the speck of sawdust in the other person's eye and you can't even see the plank in your own glorious satire to them also he said you know you like people who's straining a mickey out of your soup but you then go after that and swallow a whole unclean animal like a camel and jesus was using satire to try to awaken the conscience and bring home to people an awareness of their folly and indeed of their sin and of their wrong. It ended up, of course, for him in a situation where those who were clamoring to have him executed wouldn't go into the unclean courtyard of the governor of Rome, but were clamoring for his crucifixion is execution, swallowing a gnat and, right. and, and then straining a camel. Then let's be quite clear that when one comes to satire like the Charlie Hebdo thing, why do they pick on the prophet Muhammad as such and portray him in the way they have done, knowing that they're going to offend and outrage people who venerate Muhammad? Mm, got you there, Ray. And um, th- we're also just going to hear from Alan in Port Elizabeth quickly. Alan, good morning. Uh, good morning to you. Very quickly then, I-, I was driving driving between Port Elizabeth and East London, and after hearing Rose, uh, Rose's comments, the group of us in the car, of different persuasions, I might add, uh, broke out into applause. We just thought that she summed it all up beautifully. She had it right. It's not the guys drawing the cartoons. It's the guys who were stimulating and generating the cartoons. 
And I, I just the, the comment that uh, other other instances, political and so on, are, are not criticised. I'm reminded of uh, the Blackadder series in that dreadful uh, a parody of World War World War One, where the, the real people were they weren't taking fun of the soldiers; they were taking fun of the politicians who made the decisions and the superiors in the army who made the bad decisions. Um, yeah, I, I I just think Rose summed it all up beautifully. And just one of the final comment is the the contributions have been absolutely excellent. I really have enjoyed the program, and um, thank you for that. Thank you so much, Alan in Port Elizabeth. Well, just a few here from the SMS line. France has a law prohibiting anyone questioning the Holocaust, freedom of speech. And then this one says, please describe the most offensive cartoon of the Prophet Muhammad published by Charlie Hebdo. I think you can go onto their website. Mangalisa Ngobo says, freedom of expression cannot be absolute. There has to be limitations, especially on issues that get some people hot under the collar, like religion, culture, and race. And uh, this one says, satire is no license for bigotry. Charlie Hebdo cartoons were clearly racist and Islamophobic. They fired their own cartoonists for an anti-Semitic cartoon. And uh, this one by Viv uh, Moodley, the final one, says, uh, freedom of speech should not be tampered with as long as we have an independent judiciary to protect everyone's rights. And that, unfortunately, is all we have time for this morning. So, uh, Jim, uh, thank you so much. I'm not sure whether to say, oh no, or thank goodness. (laughs) I'm I'm not sure whether I want to stay or go.